Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, recently been to Target. Okay, this is this is the kind of stuff. A lot of people say Jordan and Jesse never have won an award. I mean, that's not true. We won a number of Metro Santa Cruz Goldie Awards for Best Radio Personality when we were in college. <laughs> right. <laughs> but we did that by getting everyone in the dining hall to fill out the uh, ballot and mark us down. Um, a lot of people say, Jesse and Jordan, you don't win any awards. And it's just because you're not covering prestige subject matter. Yeah. You know, like if you were doing shows about... The insurrection at the Capitol, if you were covering the Black Lives Matter movement, if you were talking about unemployment and inflation. Well, I mean, uh, I think we are in our own way. That's true. Um, From a certain point of view. Then if we were covering that material, we would have a shot at awards. Mm -hmm. But this is the reality, Jordan. We cover important stuff like that. As you said, we cover the economy. Uh, We cover the insurrection at the Capitol uh, by noting that it's, it's sad that Jay Johnston from Mr. Show was there. Sure. Um, we, we cover trips to target. And the reality sure. is that the, the primary reason we don't win awards is because it's a bad show. Um, yeah. People don't like the show by yeah. and large. And it's interesting now that you're hearing you kind of re- recap this, People are real dicks saying this to us constantly. It is like, weird that they explain approaching us to and then us. enumerating this. You know who said this to me the other day? My mail carrier. Yeah, I know. And I said, "Thank you, Ping, but that is a little much. Sure, it's a little rude of you to say that directly yeah. to me. Just shut your shut your gob and deliver me my car wash coupons. <laughs> I need these goddamn coupons." Can't make my own coupons yeah. at home. What do you th- What do you think I'm going to do? Go to a local grocery store and inspect the back of my receipt tape for yeah, car wash? Yeah, you don't have time coupons? for that. No way, not in the slightest. So what's so you went to Target? Uh, speaking of prestige sh- subject matter, should we introduce our guest? Yeah, actually, that would be great. I would love to hear their um, their takes on my recent trip to Target. Yeah, it's uh, Walter Cronkite and Dan Rather. Uh, oh, no, sorry, they uh, they had to bail uh, because Dan Rather got diarrhea. <laughs> and they only come on as a pair. <laughs> got it. Just Dan Rather and Walter Cronkite's ghost. Does the right. ghost ever have any dietary or uh, gut health problems? Oh, man, that ghost loves Arby's. So, <laughs> oh, you geez. know, he's oh. having the ghost squirts. <laughs> he's got horsey, horsey sauce going in one end and coming out the other, huh? Yeah. That's what it's like when you're a ghost. It's hard to hold food inside yourself. That's true. Because you're <laughs> ephemeral. Uh, our guests on the program are the co-hosts of the smash hit podcast, Free to a Good Home. They're coming to us from a youth radio station in Australia and uh, an area in front of a black curtain, Michael Hing... And Ben Jenkins, welcome to the program, gentlemen. Thank you very much for having hello, us. Hello, hello. And I think uh, I say this uh, not only because it's true, but because I know that it's quite difficult to fact check things about Australia. 
But we are the Walter Cronkite and Dan Rather of our country. So you've done you've Great. done fairly well. <laughs> you've done So let, let me ask yeah, you this. Yeah. Can you hold your horsey sauce? <laughs> well, <laughs> That's why. That's that's why they call me the Dan Rather. It's the diarrhea. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you have this in America, but every year in Australia we have a national competition to see whose, uh, I guess, anal sphincter has the most strength. And Ben and I wow. are actually the reigning champions in terms of sphincter strength. So we have this same contest in the United States, but in the United States we do it what I consider the <laughs> traditional way, which is only among ghosts. Sure, sure, but sure, sure, sure. No, it's slightly you do different it amongst the living. <laughs> slightly different across the pond here. And the other difference is whoever wins this challenge becomes our prime minister. So again, <laughs> oh, <wow>. I <laughs> again. you know. We all you uh, it's a constitutional uh, the parliamentary yeah and it's all and for me it's like bicameral tricameral yeah. I, I have a hard time House of Lords I don't know sure. so it's the it's the horsey side I don't know <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're just very lucky that in the '60s, the person who had the strongest sphincter also liked universal health care. Yeah, that sort of just worked out for us. Oh, it really. Yeah, I think because of some things that happened in the competition, that's, that's why how you strengthen your sphincter. Regular visits to the doctor. Exactly. Yeah, a reasonable copay. Uh, let me ask you before I continue with my story. I want to know two things um, uh-huh. from the two of you. Is yeah. in in Australia? Do you have? Do you have? Arby's and do you have Target? Michael, and if not what were what are your equivalents? Michael, mm. I would be thrilled to fill this one. Um, sure, <laughs> we do have Target, and I believe it is roughly the same uh, basic shop. Okay. Um, uh, same logo. We do a fun thing in Australia where we uh, c- pronounce it as a joke, Target, uh, which oh, was wow. <laughs> what. Which no so fucking fun. way. Which was yeah, would be yeah. shitting me. You're crazy down there. I know. It's it's <laughs> it was big. It was big with the uh, live love laugh set. I think. Right. Um, <laughs> Here's something we do at Target that uh-huh. I don't know if you guys uh-huh. do. You go in for a couple of things and you end up spending fifty bucks. Oh my god! <laughs> Can I tell you though? Can I tell you that? And I don't have I don't have any sponsorship with Target or any of the stores that I'm about to mention. But right. can I tell you that at the at the at the shopping complex, you guys have shopping complexes, right? Down the <laughs> no. street. From from, oh right, okay. Uh, well, they're like big, big building with lots of shops in it. If you can imagine such a thing, um, got it. Has both a Target and a Kmart, which I think I think that is an Australian thing. Um, no, we, yeah, we have, we, we have Kmart's. Yeah. Oh well, mm. here I was feeling special for just a fucking second. Uh, no, I think your Burger King is different from ours, but besides that, it's the same country. Michael, do you want to tell them what our Burger King's called? Our our Burger King is called Hungry Jacks. Yeah. yeah. That is the official name of one of the most popular burger chains in Australia. Hungry Jacks. But Michael, I mean, you're saying Hungry Jacks like that's a worse name than Burger King. (laughs) Well, if if I said to you, Jesse, Jordan, Ben, we're all going to go to a restaurant tonight, what you could broadly describe as a restaurant, and we're going to have burgers prepared for us by a king. You'd be yeah. like, wow, this could be really good. Sure. But if it was like, hey, we're going to go to a place where a guy whose qualifications are he's hungry and his name is Jack, <laughs> I think you might be less inclined to come right. with me to the restaurant. I am yeah. loath to turn this entire episode into me asking you if you have certain things in America. That said, right. yeah. I am curious as to know, in your version of Hungry Jack's Burger King, do you guys have the Yumbo? 
Is that a is that a is that an offering? Is that an offering at at the Burger King? I'd like to I'd like to thank you for uh, taking the time and, and the consideration for to bring up the Yumbo uh, in response to your query. If you don't mind my fielding this one, Jordan. Uh, no, we do not have the Yumbo. Uh, we do have some himbos. Uh-huh. Um, right. Uh-huh. Maybe you've heard of Chris Evans. Uh-huh. Yeah. Can I take a moment? Can I take yeah. a moment of your time to describe to you what the Yumbo is? Love to hear love about to, it. Yeah. Because I know when we were talking to Jordan on our pod uh, a couple of weeks it, ago, he was saying that... Yeah, okay, okay, yeah, because I was just saying, you, you were saying you, you, you've always wanted to, to come to Australia, and I, I, wonder mm. if, I wonder if the Yumbo is the, is the siren that will entice you onto the rocks. Uh, mm. But please, please guess what the Yumbo is. I'm guessing, you know, standard, you know, standard... Standard burger, you know, okay. meat patty, uh-huh. sesame seed bun, sure. lettuce, tomato, pickle, onions, uh-huh. giant spider. <laughs> <laughs> a real Australianism. Just the most poisonous thing you can okay. find in a burger. Sure. I've, got, I've got a guess. I mean, do you okay. mind, do you mind Jesse, if I, please, if I Jesse, guess please. as well, Ben? So I'd love I'm imagining a standard, a, a standard bun, sesame seed mm-hmm. bun. Uh, I'm imagining two patties uh-huh. with cheese. Um, I'm imagining pickles, lettuce, mm-hmm. uh, special sauce, and Yahoo serious. <laughs> <laughs> now look, I hate to who be the is bearer. a comedy spider. <laughs> <laughs> Loath as I am to be the bearer of bad news here, you are both outside of the occasional poisonous spider and Yahoo serious. You will just find it all food as a matter of course. Sure. Mm. In Australia, you are both 100% correct. None, nothing that you listed appears on the Yumbo. Mm. I, just had, <laughs> I just had to Google this to make sure that I had this mm. right. Um, the Yumbo is, and by the way, the Yumbo is back. It, it went away for a while and now it it's back. It went away back. for about 50 oh, years. It was, it was a thing in the 70s, I think, and then it went, and then it went yeah. away. And they've brought it back for its 50th anniversary this year. Sure. <laughs> wow. So I'm going to describe to you what the Yumbo is. You said it on a sesame seed bun. It is on uh, some fluffy kind of bread, not dissimilar, I think, Michael, to like a brioche mm. or a maybe just like a croissanty sort of feel yeah, to it. Yeah. Then you get <laughs> five slices of, and this is from their own ad copy, hot ham. <laughs> five. <laughs> Five Is slices there any other kind? of hot ham. Maybe I've just got the hots for ham, Ben. <laughs> and two slices of melted cheese. Mm-hmm. That is That's it. the entire yumbo. <laughs> that is the entire yumbo. Huh. <laughs> There's not what? even like mustard or something? Nope. 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 So it's a ham and cheese sandwich then. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's not enclosed and toasted like that. <laughs> a hot no. ham and cheese sandwich. <laughs> the bun is not hot. The ham is hot, the cheese is melted. That's a yumbo. Yeah. That's well, I tell you, the yumbo sounds yummy. Well, yeah. that's what the Burger King's reign of terror has taken from you. <laughs> Someone needs to unseat this Burger King. Yeah. Maybe a little poison in the wine. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe a certain spider sandwich, yeah. I'm thinking of. <laughs> Here you go, your majesty, your normal non-spider sandwich. <laughs> So we don't have we we don't have an Arby's. No. Arby's uh, Arby's never made it here. We have we have a lot of your fast food, mm. uh, but we don't have an Arby's. 
Uh, we do have uh, Hungry Jacks mm-hmm. serving the Yumbo, and yes, we have a target. Yeah. I have to say, I don't think I have ever eaten at an Arby's. I know that RB stands for roast beef. I think I learned that when I was 30 years old and haven't stopped thinking about it since. In what way does RB stand for roast beef? Is it's RB. Oh, they've, they've RB. Like spelled, oh. They've spelled out. Like if you were to say the they've initials, spelled they've like spelled the it out. Oh, That's yeah. so confusing. Well, it's confusing because I don't think the beef does own the restaurant, and they do use the possessor. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, actually, legally, they set it up that way. So legally, yeah, it's, yeah. Tax yeah, thing. it's owned okay. by some, some non-sentient beef yeah. that's uh, held in like yeah. a glass cube in Paris or something. Yeah, <laughs> Hing, are you the beef actually in in the in the late eighties uh, lost lost the restaurant in a poker game. Hing, I just want to I just want to try and work out what your mind just did. Then mm. uh, I'm just trying to sort of take back bearings on the insane thing you said yeah. when you said that the sentient beef is held in a glass <laughs> case. I said uh, non-sentient cube in Paris. beef. Ben. I said non-sentient beef. Sorry. Yeah. I think I think you were com- I think you were you were um, um, uh, sort of uh, mixing up a lot of things. I think you were thinking of um, Magneto's Perspex Prison, but also you were thinking you were thinking of that academy in France that has like the meter and the kilogram yes, in it. Yes. Are you suggesting yeah. to me that there is a beef standard well, <laughs> upon which all do other beefs are measured? In Australia, do they? Do you not use the beef standard? <laughs> what are you on, lamb? <laughs> Our entire economy. Yeah, How does really your lamb. money have any value? How does yeah. our money is backed by the beef standard? <laughs> How did the economy just not collapse? <laughs> Hey, am I right about this that uh, you guys don't really do lamb where you are? Not in the way. I mean, New Zealand is the lamb capital of the mm. world, if I'm not mistaken. That's right next door to. I don't mean to give you a, a, a geography lesson. Sure. That's right next door to your own home nation of Australia. Yeah, that's right. So you've right. got access to those little lambies all day long and twice on Sunday. It's <laughs> true. We do. True. We do. I go to Costco. When I go uh-huh. to Costco, the discount yeah. retailer Costco. Oh, I'm sorry, I, I didn't realize this podcast was a forum for outrageous boasting. But go yeah. on. <laughs> well, I'm a member. It's members only, but but uh, they approved my application. I'm actually sure. an executive member, not to brag. Um, you, sit on, you sit on the board, right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> right outside while I eat my hot dog. <laughs> They, take, when, they took out the tables, but they left a board. Mm-hmm. So COVID, I, COVID protocols. When I go into Costco and I buy myself a nice rack of lamb, guess mm-hmm. what country it comes from? Yeah, maybe you've heard of it uh, from a little movie called The Lord of the Rings. Oh, New my Zealand. God. Middle Earth. Oh, oh, right. right. Yeah, I right. thought it might have come <laughs> <Yeah>. from Mordor. <laughs> so we do a bit of lamb, but, th- but this isn't lamb country. You dabble. Mm. Well, when I lived in, in, in America for a little bit, I discovered that lamb was basically, you would, lamb was as common on menus as like venison. You know what I mean? Yeah, You'd be like, oh, they have lamb more. here. Maybe a little yeah. more. Yeah. A little more. Venison Whereas like in, in, in Australia, you can't move for all the lamb uh, on menus. Yeah. You know what ba, I mean? Ba, ba. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, Jesse. It's exactly like that. <laughs> sure, I understand that. And plus, you got kangaroos. I know a lot about Australia. I'm a real yeah, expert. Yeah. yeah. Does it ever upset you? 
Does yeah. it ever upset or concern you that 25% sure. of our movie stars are from Australia, but we all believe them to be uh, from America, and uh, the only thing that we know about the Australian entertainment industry is Yahoo Serious? <laughs> is that ever? Right. That is still, like, basically every movie star we have is from Australia, but that's still our poll. It's the guy yeah. who was in Young Einstein. Yeah. yeah. Just straight. We can't even bring ourselves to talk about Crocodile Dundee. Sure. It's just Yahoo Serious, star of Young Einstein. No Nicole Kidman, no Chris Hemsworth. We do. They don't. Ex- Hugh Jackman doesn't exist to us. We're still no. pulling Yahoo Serious. Yeah. Do you know who I think that would distress most of all? Mm. Yahoo Serious. <laughs> I think to have that much cultural cut through. And that little employment would be something uh, that would send him mad. Do, right. do people in America know who Yahoo Serious is, broadly speaking, because of movies? He did what are you talking about? Yeah, he was quite he was quite famous in America, right? Yeah. How do you think these two well, know? These are, about? Oh, Jordan and Jesse are entertainment professionals. Yeah, I think for an eighteen month period. Yeah. The three months before the release of uh, Young Einstein and the three months after its theatrical run concluded, sure. uh-huh. Yahoo Serious, a very famous. American entertainment star. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, and then I presume that he returned to his role as King of Australia. <laughs> well, because of his very strong sphincter. He, um, yeah, extraordinary. Right, but, yeah. Uh, oh, the sphincter on Sirius. Uh, that you was could, what we always liked about him, I think. Yeah. yeah. He could cut glass with that thing. <laughs> crazy hair. He also had crazy hair. A couple of years ago, I had cause to contact Mr. Sirius. Um, what? I didn't yeah, know this. I was putting together a, like a a pilot for a thing, basically, uh, which never went anywhere. Uh, and uh, we needed a we needed a character who was going to play a crazy professor. And so we thought, oh well, mate. I mean, we live in the we live in the world where Mister Serious lives. Of course, that part of the world. Let's, yeah. let's, let's get Mister Serious on. So it took, yeah. I reckon, about thirty emails to different people just to find out where he was because he hasn't appeared in uh-huh. anything in Australia in in thirty years or whatever. Um, He's it's really re- respectful that you're referring to him as Mr. Serious <laughs> yeah. and not the more casual Yahoo. <laughs> yeah. well, I don't want him to get confused is- with the search engine, obviously. Uh, <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, I guess it is weird searching for someone whose name is Yahoo. Like, where do you go? Where do you go to look for him? Alta Vista is the answer, Alta but go Vista. ahead. Um, Dogpile.com. He is a bit of a recluse. I would say he's the J.D. Salinger of buffoonery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we sent out a bunch of emails to ask him, you know, if, if he would even consider reading a script or getting in touch with us or whatever. And we received back, uh, not, a, not an actual hard no, but instead we received back just a, um, a photo of him in a beautiful backyard surrounded by birds. And that was it. Wait, so how do you know that wasn't a yes? Um, well, I guess <laughs> we replied being like, hey, is this a yes or a no? And then he never responded again. <laughs> well, you obviously failed the test. Do you think he's just living off his young Einstein money and uh, just spending spending the loose change on birds? Yeah. Well, he did. He I don't know if this ever made it to uh, America, but he had three relative or two relatively popular films here. Young Einstein and, and was it Reckless Kelly? I believe so, yes. And then he made Mr. Accident, uh, which I assume was enough to sink an entire career, which is really rare when you think about it these days. Um, that like one film can just tank a superstar. Yeah, yeah. But um, 
But I, I feel like it was like 90s uh, film money and it's very possible. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it's that sort of thing where like, I mean, I don't imagine it's generating any income for him presently. So I, I just hope he invested it well. Well, I mean, after he gets the Jordan Jesse go bump, you know what I mean? This He's going to go. Well, that's the yeah. thing. That's mm-hmm. that's what he's waiting for. Think of all the birds you can buy after this podcast. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, our, we do pay residuals to our references. So Yahoo Serious gets a lot. Uh, Wario. <laughs> yeah. We're sending Wario a check every month. Wario I imagine there was a time loaded. when Rutger Hauer was. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, Rutger Hauer. Yeah. God. That time that he didn't come on our show. <laughs> that's, he's our, Rutger Hauer is our Yahoo Serious. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sure. He's sort of known as the American Yahoo Serious, Rutger Hauer. Uh-huh. But Jordan, I feel like we cut off your story. You were telling us you went to a Target, and then you asked us about Arby's, oh. and then we talked about Yahoo Serious for 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't yeah, wor- so don't I, no, worry, Michael. We'll bring it back to Yahoo Serious in a moment. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's hear this Target thing, Jordan. So I went on a fairly, you know, kind of standard Sunday trip to Target, picking up a couple of things for the week and, uh, you know, just saw some stuff that I thought was um, uh, was worth bringing up, getting getting some other takes on because I found them interesting. Great. First thing I saw was a... Can I guess? Can I guess, Jordan? Please. You're at you're at Target. I'm going to say a wide array of plastic bins. (laughs) 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 Just a bin for every purpose. Sure. What? Yeah. Do you have something that needs to be in something? Yep. Um, so the first thing I saw was a man wearing a a t shirt that had a lot of like um, you know kind of like cocktail graphics on it. You know, kind of like swinging. You know that artist shag kind of that aesthetic, kind of like sure. a martini glass, mm-hmm. like a loungy retro yeah. atomic kind right. of. So it had that sort of those sort of graphics on it, uh, but the text said. Caprese boy. <laughs> now, what what does that mean? Uh, I mean, I think it's a it's a fresh mozzarella, right? Basil, balsamic, of balsamic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that is that just a, you know like how you know like it, it's cool to like. Uh, you know, get a shirt from like Japan that just says like a bathing oh, mm. ape or like yeah. it has some sure, words. Sure, 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 sure. I, I've typed into my search into my search bar Caprese boy. Uh huh. Yeah. And the- so you've gone to www.mrserious.com. <laughs> <laughs> the top two choices are Caprese boy merch and oh. Caprese boy hat. Huh. So oh. I'm going to check out the merch here. It's. Is Caprese Boy a SoundCloud rapper? I think you're not too far off. But I, it definitely sounds like that. You can put food and then boy after things. Like, it, Pizza Boy is fine. Pizza Boy is like, I could see that. It's like, there's a guy who likes pizza, hot dog guy. But I think when you drill down, like, even like Pasta Man, I wouldn't necessarily blink at. No, yeah, you're right. It would be unusual, but you would know what it meant. Yeah, but it's the specificity. Guys, I really... Uh... This appears to be something related to uh, the Netflix show Neo Yokio, which was the American uh, anime that was created by the guy from Vampire Weekend. Oh. Oh. Yeah, and I think also Will Smith's kid was in it as well, or was involved somehow. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Tavi Gevinson, I think, was in it. (laughs) Knowing this, uh, our audience was screaming the answer at their cars. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Clearly it's a Neo Yokio reference. Come on. 
That's fucking moron. That's no Caprese boy. I'm a fucking millennial. All I know about is old Yokio. Sure. <laughs> of all the Yokios. Well, we've solved that. We solved the mystery of Caprese boy. Tick. Okay, mm. that's great. Thing two, I was looking at the board games. There is a Jurassic Park board game. Uh-huh. Great, I think. I like Jurassic Wonderful. Park. I'm going to check this thing out. I'm not a big board game guy, but I'm curious. Yeah, you're not a big board game guy, but you're a dino nut. I'm a dino. So maybe my <laughs> dino nuttiness <laughs> could mm-hmm. overpower my not being a board game guy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so in the I couldn't really figure out what the rules of the board game are, but you you play as one of the characters from the first Jurassic Park movie. Okay. So you can choose to be uh, Laura Dern, sure. the Laura Dern character, mm-hmm. uh, the Sam Neill character. Dr. Grant. The third mm-hmm. choice is Wayne Knight's character, oh, Dennis man. Nedry. Okay. Yeah, I was about to say, I want to be <laughs> You Newman. can be Newman. <laughs> okay, okay. I just like, yeah, like that is, that's the new thimble in Monopoly, right? <laughs> Who gets fucking stuck with being Newman. <laughs> The, the guy who betrays everyone and then dies a cowardly death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can I ask you this, Jordan? Yes. Because you've played the game, I haven't. Well, I picked up the game in a store, but... That's more than Jesse's ever done with this game, so... That's true. Can I be putty? Yeah, I mean, I don't think... And again, I don't know the rules of the game, and maybe this is an expansion pack where uh-huh. you can branch off into oh, sure. shows that the other actors were in. Yeah. I think that's a fair assumption to make. So, like, yeah. yes. So, if you could be <laughs> Putty, maybe you can also go off Sam Neill and be characters from Event Horizon. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that would be nice. You know what? I would hunt for the Wilder people. Very sure. lovely film. Oh, that's good. You can be the little mm. kid from the Wilder people. Uh, I'd be that over Newman. What a wonderful job. But wouldn't you be Jackie Childs over, over Newman or the... The what secondary and tertiary character? What about what about George's dad? <laughs> you know, I've really got to see these characters statted out before yeah. I know which one I'm going to play. That's yeah. a good point. And also, like, how do they how do they help in a battle against dinosaurs? I think is something we need to ask ourselves. Mm. Well, because if if we know one mm. thing about Dennis Nedry, it's that he's bad at not getting killed by dinosaurs. Right. I mean, that's pretty much the only data point I have on him. Yeah, but he based on surviving. Yeah, does he not die on a toilet? I think he dies. No, on No, Michael, he? he does not die on a toilet. The lawyer dies on a toilet. Okay, I'm sorry. I apologize. That's okay, but just don't embarrass us again. He's bad. Listen, we're all just still recovering from this Neo Yokio thing. <laughs> what I th- the audience has hurled their phones out the windows. What I think is that while he is bad at getting killed by dinosaurs, right? Um, I think he's got probably like an eighteen charisma. Mm-hmm. The guy is yeah. magnetic. He can he talk. Is. Yeah, that guy could sell water to mm-hmm. a well. Yeah. Absolutely. What is Wayne Knight doing now? Is he just living off Seinfeld residuals and being a billionaire like everyone else in that show? He's hanging out with Yahoo Serious, doing a lot of. No, I think he did a couple of sitcoms. Mm-hmm. With you know what? When when someone I really like, uh, I I haven't seen them in anything for a while. What my brain does is just does this little like soothing. They're on Broadway, mm. and then I just don't think about it. Yeah. You know what That's I mean? Fair. I'm just sure, like they're sure, they're really sure. like they're in the cherry orchard. It's fine. When we made uh, Bubble, the uh, the uh, show that uh, Jordan created, the podcast that Jordan yes. created, now a graphic novel novel available in stores for pre order, uh, and imminently mm-hmm. uh, in stores for order order. When we when we made Bubble, we actually tried to cast Wayne Knight um, Newman from Seinfeld in the show. 
Uh, That's cool. We sent so many emails back and forth trying to find him. And in the end, we just got a photograph of him in a beautiful backyard surrounded by birds. I'm sorry. You know what? I'm looking at this photograph now. I think this is Yahoo Serious, star of Young Einstein. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's a common mistake. Why would, why would Newman send us that? I have the same message. <laughs> it's the universal rejection. <laughs> that's what you send to someone when you're turning them down. It just happens that that's also what Yahoo Sirius sends. Yeah. So it, but He's the one guy who it kind of makes a bit more sense It for. is universal. Um, you're right now that yeah. I think about it. It's universal. Because this is what I got uh, when I asked to junior prom uh, Yahoo Sirius from Young Einstein. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> And this is also what you got when mm-hmm. Rutger Howard didn't turn up to the show, right? Yeah. Sure. yeah, yeah. Jordan, can I ask, was it like, did you get any sense just picking up this box and looking at the uh, kind of thing on the back, what kind of a game it was? Uh, it looked to have kind of like some RPG elements to it. It had a big board oh, okay. that was like the island from sure. Jurassic Park. So I guess there's some sort uh-huh. of moving around the board, mm-hmm. but like... Okay. I noticed that the character cards, you know, Laura Dern, Sam Neill, Wayne Knight, they had, they, it, Jesse is right in assuming they had stats on it. So yes, uh, I imagine good. there's like attack points or, you know, uh-huh. cleverness, so, okay. clever, clever girl points. Samuel L. Jackson? Uh, good. I only saw those three cards. I don't know if you could be Samuel L. Jackson. And uh, that's great because hmm. you're going to remind everyone to hold on to their butts. You know that dino that shakes, you know, the water glass shakes because the dino's coming? Yeah. You can't be that glass. You can't be that glass. Or the <laughs> Again, dino? it's an expansion pack. They're just milking you for. They're just milking you for everything you're worth. Can you be the kid that Sam Neil terrifies for no reason at the start <laughs> for disrespecting the Velociraptor? Right. Who doesn't? I'd who like doesn't enter into the plot of the movie at all? No, never does. Speaking <laughs> of, can I just yeah. say something? I need to get this off my Please. chest. Please. I mentioned before the cherry orchard because yeah. no big deal. I went to the theater on the weekend. And I saw the cherry orchard. Wow. Okay. Okay. It's fine, everybody. Just like, don't don't make a big deal about it. I went to the theater. And it was a really good production. I really enjoyed it. I hadn't uh, seen the cherry orchard. I'd read it years ago, but I'd never seen it. Get- oh, you froze. And it looks like Ben. <laughs> wow. He froze. This is... This is a real Chekhov's gun. That's- he has set up... <laughs> right. Ben, you said, I went to the theater last night, and then you froze. <laughs> oh, shit, really? <laughs> okay. Yeah, so it looked like you uh, really dropped out there. Yeah, I think my internet uh, just shat itself. Uh, here's the thing. In the first act of The Cherry Orchard, right, one of the characters says, literally says, I have a gun, I always carry it with me, and then takes out the gun and shows everyone the gun, Right. Are you familiar uh-huh. with the rule of drama Chekhov's gun? Yeah, we, right? I just alluded to it while you sure. were frozen. Go ahead. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing. <laughs> I turned to my wife and riffing on a tweet, which she obviously would not be aware of because she's a normal person, the tweet where you're in the cinema and Chappie comes on screen and you turn to your date and say, that's Chappie. I turned to my wife and said, that's Chekhov's gun. And she just looked at me like I was an arsehole, which in many ways she was right about. Here's the thing about the fucking cherry orchard, though. That gun never comes back. He says, I've got a gun. He shows it to the audience and then four acts pass and the gun never comes back. I went home and found a copy of the play to make sure they hadn't, you know, left out the gun bit. Right. And they hadn't. (laughs) Can you believe that? That's wild. 
Ben, um, you you are um, you're losing your mind. I feel like this has made you take on some some quite unattractive characteristics of a ranting okay. man in front of a black okay. curtain. Okay, um, like you're about to take an entire theater scene hostage. Do you know what I mean? This is this has really sent you mad. Well, I always have a gun, and I'm going to show it to you now. Yeah. Now let's see if that comes back. <laughs> it's going to go off during plugs later on when you yeah. guys are plugging. <laughs> that is extraordinary. Well, I'm glad, I'm surprised to hear that you're already out there in the Antipodes going to see theater and so on and so forth. I haven't yet been to any indoor public events in the uh, as we recover from Because you guys are kind that. of rolling back restrictions now, aren't you? Yeah, it's it's just starting, but we're not but we're not out at the theater. I mean, I'm also we're not as cultured as you are. Well, obviously not. No, I mean that's <laughs> who was who <laughs> The idea of another country looking at Australia and yeah. saying we're not as cultured as you is, um, goodness gracious. Jesse, there's a big cultural moment coming up next weekend. It's called Fast Nine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Colon the Fast Saga. Ben, we're not uh-huh. going to see The Cherry Orchard starring Chappie. Yeah. Hey, and let me tell you about this about Fast Nine. It might not be as highfalutin as The Cherry Orchard, but the gun uh-huh. goes off. The gun goes over, off in the first over, act, second over. act, third act, post-credit <laughs> sequence. The gun's bam, bam, going bam. off. We actually, uh, we're actually in a bit of a because we we've been uh, out of lockdown for months and months and months now in Sydney, and it's looking mm. like uh, lockdown is looming. It looks like in a couple of days we're going to find out if we're going back in. Yeah, uh, but Ben, if I could just if I could just say as well, I feel like we're guests here yeah. on this podcast, and I feel like us complaining about having to go into a potential three day lockdown while we are on an American podcast, mostly listened to by Americans who lived through some of the worst um, restrictions and uh, pandemics <laughs> in the world, I feel like it would be inspiring for them. Is that what you're trying to say? No. Well, I just worry that it's not really garnering sympathy with a new audience we might, who might be discovering us. Well, I, 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 uh, I agree to disagree on that. I think. Okay. Okay. <laughs> if I can make a suggestion, well, this is just sort of out uh-huh. of the blue, but maybe you could talk about uh, whether you've ever made friends with a kangaroo. <laughs> That's we're curious. <laughs> that bring us right back to the top. Yeah. How many koalas have you hugged? <laughs> I don't know if you uh, if you want to edit that, but yeah, I can re- really easily replace that. The story of the time I went for a hop in a kangaroo's pouch. <laughs> wow, cool! Yeah. These Australians are all right. <laughs> Chopping again, Michael Ben. Tell uh-huh. me this: Where does Kookaburra sit? Oh, my friend, a popular misconception. A lot of people say that it sits on an old gum tree, but they'll sit on, uh, you know, first of all, any kind of gum tree. They don't know how old they are. And secondly, mm. any surface that you that, that their little feet can, uh, can sit on, you will find a kookaburra just sitting there. Mm-hmm. Mm. Jordan, was there an Arby's-related uh, story as well? Oh or- no, that was just a that was a reference. Uh, that was just kind of it's a it's it's a go to. Um, I'll even admit a little bit of a lazy reference uh-huh. for like bad fast food. I see. So, oh, sure. Yeah, sure. I mean, uh, some. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I was going to a familiar well when I referenced it. Mm-hmm. Jordan, no, I thought maybe because I know you had a third story lined up. I do have, I, was, a, I do have a third I thought target. Been Arby's thing. related. No, although it is, it does have something to do with intestinal distress. Oh. <laughs> so this is the other board game I saw. You were it, there competing to be the new king of Australia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. It's sphincter clinched. Um, I saw a, it was a board game. It's called Pull My Finger. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. it mm-hmm. is, and it's kind of a, 
like a it's a it's a don't wake daddy type game, but instead of a daddy, I don't think I'm aware of what that game. What is, is that? It's a type of pornography. <laughs> <game. laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Here you'll get you guys will get it soon. We have daddies. We have daddies. Um, yeah. They're dummy thick. Um, uh-huh. It's a whole thing. Everybody's yeah. everybody's stepchild. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So uh. So okay. So I think what this game is it is a, it is a it is a it is a plastic monkey. You spin a spinner, the spinner lands on a number, you pull the monkey's finger that many times, and the monkey is randomly, um, it randomly farts. It's a pretty simple game. Um, uh-huh. So it's just a, it, so there's, again, there's a plastic monkey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a spinner, you spin the spinner. Mm-hmm. You pull the monkey's finger. Mm-hmm. And who knows if this thing farts? You don't. You don't know. It's 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 a kind of a Russian roulette. Yeah. Okay. A lo- sort of a low stakes Russian roulette. A, r- a lower stakes Russian roulette. I'd say a um, significantly lower stakes Russian roulette. Yes. Yeah, moderately <laughs> lower stakes. Sure. I mean, have you ever smelled a real? Do you know what these things eat? Oh, uh, that's a very good point. Actually, <laughs> they only eat yeah. Arby's. Hey! <laughs> See, this is how you lazily this use Arby's. Yeah. Uh, and sauce. I noticed on the packaging, it had a, a, a like a sticker on it. Like someone uh-huh. had applied a sticker to this pre-existing package, and it said, new and improved. Uh-huh. And here are the two improvements it lists. <laughs> oh, okay. To pull my finger. It lists two specific improvements. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ten plus farts and louder. <laughs> <laughs> and I, so... Because I had 1.0, and it was single-digit farts yeah. only. Right, yeah, there's only soft. nine farts. I respect that engineering, because uh, a lesser company would have just added would have made the overall number of farts higher but the volume lower but they've managed to manage to do both which sure which Whereas I'm respect. a bit skeptical about this. I think this is actually a ploy. They're debuting new yeah. monkey farts, but this is just a ploy, and they're going to bring up classic pull my finger in a couple of months later. You know what I mean? Right. So you think this is planned monkey fart obsolescence? Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's just a new yeah. Coke situation. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> they're telling us this new and improved, but once the people will get a load of all these new yeah. monkey farts, they're going to be livid. They'll be absolutely I, I'm, furious. I'm here for the softest farts, the softest, barely audible monkey farts. <laughs> bring it back for the 50th anniversary that's what i say you know honorable way unlike caprese boy i did actually google this Mm -hmm. uh, and the first thing that came up was a video of a man like a toy review man reviewing the original pull my finger Mm -hmm. and he complained that the farts were too quiet (laughs) this grown man this was clearly an issue this was clearly an issue with the first round of Pull My Finger. Can you imagine the meeting after that review goes live and the people in Pull My Finger HQ, like right. everyone's being called into the boardroom and it's just like, what the fuck? What the fuck has happened here? They've gone and said these farts are too quiet. I gave you seven days to make these farts loud enough. Damn it, get out of yeah. here. And get me more kinds of farts too, a variety while we're... I want slow leaks. I want big boomers. <laughs> <laughs> Little squeaks. I feel it's very similar. It's the sort of monkey fart equivalent of the Alec Baldwin speech in Glengarry Glen Ross. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> 
always be farting. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Fluffy is for tutors. <laughs> there we go. Hey, there wait. It is. I mean, do we go to a break? Are we going to do better than coffee <laughs> for tutors? Let's take a quick break. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Now, Jordan, if you were to say what brings our audience every single episode of Jordan Jesse Go, what would you say it is? It's them. They bring it to them. Yeah. Maximumfun.org slash join is where those people have gone, and we are grateful to each of them and to all of them. This week, we're also supported by the good people at Made In, who just sent me a gorgeous carbon steel pan. Jordan, this thing's naturally nonstick. Jesse, I got the same gosh darn pan. I mean, not the exact same pan, but uh, the same model pan. Why did they give you my pan? No, no, they're separate pans. They're just the, some. They're like the same, you know. I want to use my pan. You can't just take my pan. It's not the. Oh boy. Uh, you know what? It's a different pan. I misspoke. Okay, thank you, Jordan. <laughs> Made in is the manufacturer of the pan. If quality and craftsmanship is important to you, you should check out Made in. They're a cookware and kitchenware brand that works with renowned chefs and artisans to produce some of the world's best pots, pans, knives, wine glasses, even tableware. You need some plates? Hit up Made In. They they got it for you, baby. Can I issue a complaint, though? I have a complaint about Made In. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't seem like exactly the time to do it in their uh, ad read, but you know what? Go ahead. You you. You know, you so, know your shit. You've been doing this a while. What do you got? I got this carbon steel pan that I got from right. them. This thing's mm-hmm. naturally nonstick, and they've seasoned it for me. You know, I don't have to season this thing myself. This is the same kind of pan that they use in restaurants. This is a high-quality pan that they use in restaurants that normally wouldn't even be accessible to me, an ordinary consumer. Here's my concern. My wife likes to chase me around the kitchen right. with a pan. Now... Normally, she uses cast iron, and they do sell cast iron at Maiden. Normally, she uses cast iron, which is a big, heavy pan, and she really wants to deliver a sturdy blow to really teach me a lesson. Sure. But this carbon steel pan, this thing's lightweight and easy to maneuver. You know what, you, you know what sound it makes when, it, when she really clocks me one? Ping, hmm. ding, and I'm like, no big deal, honey. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, uh, despite not making a satisfying noise when it conks you on the head. <laughs> Should be more of a kathunk, don't Could you think? Could be more of a kathunk. <laughs> but it's too but, lightweight and easy to maneuver while you're making yeah. an omelet. It's, uh, boy, these are really great pans. I've been having a blast cooking with my made-in pan, doing some scrambles, did some fajitas the other night. Easy cleanup. Uh, cooks great. What do you like to put in a scramble, Jordan? A red onion? Uh, yeah, red onion, green onion. Oh. Uh, a little spinach, a little bell pepper. Uh, Are you kind of a scallion boy? I'm a little bit of a scallion. <laughs> I mean, I don't like to talk <laughs> okay. about it. This is okay. uh, Jesse. This is my my private life. Jordan, I like can to I keep say it something? Private. But yes, uh, you I shared something. Boy. You shared something. I feel like I should sk- share something. Mm-hmm. I'm a little leaky. The leaky shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little leaky. Right. Okay. For uh, if That's you're listening, listening to we've got this. a lot of fun onion humor. <laughs> 
If you're listening to this podcast between June 21st and 27th, you are in luck. Maiden is doing its only sale of the year. Now through June 27th, you can get industry pricing, the same price they give Michelin star restaurants that buy in bulk up to 25% off site-wide. The cookware distributes heat evenly and can easily go from the stove top to the oven, and their knives are fully forged, perfectly balanced, and stay sharp. They have over 28,000 five-star reviews, and their products are used by some of the world's best chefs at Michelin star restaurants around the world. Go to madeincookware.com slash JJGo. Use promo code JJGo for 25% off your first order. That's madeincookware.com slash JJGo. Use promo code JJGo. We're also supported this week by the good folks at Lifespan Fitness, who are dedicated to making fitness accessible and affordable. They think your office should help you work and feel better. So they make underdesk treadmills and exercise bikes. This is going to be the new, you know, we're just trickling into the office at uh, Maximum Fun mm-hmm. right now. We got this giant box in the mail Right there, it's one of these under under desk treadmills. So we set up a tall desk with a treadmill underneath it. Anybody's feeling antsy, they can go bring their computer over that tall desk and trot along on that uh, under desk treadmill. Enjoy a little of the old, which is what we in the office call going for a walk. Can, you can run out those yayas. Yeah, get your yayas out. It is actually, you know, I've used it. It's kind of crazy how fast you get used to going for a walk while using a computer. Yeah. <laughs> Which doesn't seem like it should be possible, but it really is. And, you know, that way you don't get, I, you know what I have trouble with, Jordan? Tight hmm. hips. Oh, the, what, what, well, how's this, how's this treadmill helping them out? It's perfect for tight hips because tight hips are a function of sitting in chairs too long. And today, just a quick question about tight hips. They sink yeah. ships, right? They do. Tight hips do sink ships. Yeah. Uh, Jordan, I don't know if you've seen any of the ergonomic studies and the life, lifestyle and health studies about sitting at desks. So many Americans work at desks. And they say that sitting at a desk five days a week, eight hours a day is more dangerous than eating lit fireworks. <gasps> so they have compared those two things, eating lit fire, And we're talking about M80s. Oh my gosh! Real honkers. Okay, sure. Put those in your yeah. put those in your mind like the string, baby. If you're sitting in a chair all day, oh this is a fact gosh. that I probably heard somewhere. Might not be true. Well, it sounds right, and I'm going to repeat it to people I know. Thanks. Let's repeat it in advertisements to the sure. interest of the FTC. <laughs> The Federal Trade Commission. If you already have a standing desk or a desk you love, you can easily add an under-desk bike or treadmill if you need a complete setup. Uh, Lifespan also sells the desk equipment in a combo. Yeah, I love a combo. My favorite is pepperoni, but desk equipment is my second favorite. Sure, and you can sub out the fries for onion rings. For a slight up charge. <laughs> Visit lifespanfitness.com and use code JJGO at checkout for 5% off. That's lifespanfitness.com and code JJGO. Uh, hey, Jesse, a little bit of uh, bubble pre-order news uh, regarding Ooh. some cool free things people can get uh, if they've already pre-ordered the book or if they want to do it. Um 
uh, by the way, we've 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 closed the submissions for uh, shouting out bookstores. But if you still want to tell me uh, where you are pre-ordering, I will uh, shout them out in a special little video I'm going to make for the Jordan Jesse Go Facebook page, so you can still yeah. uh, get those favorite bookstores and comic book stores uh, a little love and a little promo. Uh, will that but- video be balls out? Uh, I mean, listen. I'm. I've emailed Mark Zuckerberg to ask for a special uh, BOV exemption. A BOV Falls exemption. Yeah. Just letting him know that uh, it's it's for the health of indie bookstores, and I yeah. I think he's going to grant it to me. Did you uh, let them know that Brian said that uh, he would put his balls out too? No, but Our I producer I'll, Brian. I'll, I'll just send. A, I mean, I know it's a little bit like thirsty to re-email someone after you've already emailed them and waiting for a response, right. but I think yeah. this is uh, important. Do you want to just send it to him in the mail? Yeah, that's probably better. I mean, yeah, that's great. Because, yeah, you know, you love getting a card in the mail because nobody does it anymore. Just send him some pics of Brian's balls. He'll get it. Sure. <laughs> He'll understand what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Just send them to Mark Easy, Facebook, Care of. Mountain View or whatever. <laughs> Nine something something whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah, that'll get to him. That'll get to old Zuck. Um, hey, if you pre-ordered Bubble, you can get some free uh, stuff. You can get a special uh, bonus mini episode of the podcast uh, featuring all the faves from the show. Uh, you got a Keith Powell in there. You got a Christelle Alonzo, Allison ooh, Becker, Eliza ooh, Skinner, wow. Mike Mitchell, Sarah Claspel, all doing a special moly. mini episode that you can only hear if you pre-order. Uh, and hey, uh, this is kind of cool. Um, this mini episode edited by our own Valerie Moffat who did oh, a good killer job, job on it. Um, yeah, really did a nice job. And uh, yeah, that's something you can only hear if you uh, pre-order. And you get a special uh, you get a special print-at-home mini-comic, um, which has, uh, 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 if I say so myself, some cool item-based world-building, wow. much like the video game series Dark Souls. Holy cow. Play yeah. Sekiro, you cowards. Play Sekiro. It's also from the FromSoft family. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is uh, this is stuff you can only get uh, if you pre-order Bubble. If you want to upload the receipt to make sure you get that stuff, go to bit.ly slash bubble pre-order. Uh, upload the receipt there. And uh, this is, hey, you know, I know I know. sometimes podcasters are like, I'm not your tech support. I'm not your tech support. Don't, don't at me if something's going wrong. If you need help with anything Bubble pre-order related, fucking at me. I'll tech support you. I'll find you a bookstore in your neighborhood. If you haven't uh, receipt problems, let me know. I'm here to help. I just trying to trying to move some books. Okay, gosh darn it, Jordan. I've been having some receipt problems. Do you mind if I at you? Uh, do you have any coupons for the Highland Park car wash? <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't, but I have some coupons for another car wash, and I happen to know that Highland Park accepts competitors' coupons. Excellent. Uh, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Michael Hing, uh, Australia's radio sweetheart. And Ben Jenkins, uh, Finland's radio sweetheart. Prove me wrong, folks. Prove me <laughs> wrong. Wow. The triumvirate of radio sweethearts together. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. And their friend, Jordan. <laughs> 
Um, you guys, so your show, Michael and Ben, yeah. is about uh, is about unusual Craigslist listings. Yeah, mm. I actually got something that is like Craigslist adjacent today in my email inbox. Incredible! That huh. I thought I would show you. Yes. Um, and maybe describe for the at home listener. Although maybe not. Maybe I'll just uh, you know just let them sweat it a little. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> Jesse, they're already too pissed off after that Neo Yokio thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> got to get them back. Last summer, uh, my three children were in my house all the time, mm-hmm. and they were making each other uh, uh, completely bonkers, mm. and us completely bonkers. But all of the local public pool facilities were closed. So it was unspeakably hot, but you could not go to the pool. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I went to our friend Elliot Kalin's pool a fair amount. I went to our friend Adam Lissagor's pool a fair amount, but I do not have a pool. So I signed up for an app where you can rent someone else's pool. Oh. And okay. it's like a, you know, sharing economy of someone's pool. That can only go right. <laughs> I know. And I didn't ever actually rent a pool. It turned out that no matter how you slice it, it ends up costing $50. And I was like, I'm, I can't. Yeah. I'm just going to go to Elliot's house. $50 yeah. to go to someone's pool. Yeah. That's a wild right. amount of money. And that's $50 American, Michael, yeah. which is $5,000 Australian. Yeah. That's, yeah, sure. that's, a, that's a year's wage here. <laughs> yeah. What is that in yumbos? <laughs> How many yumbos does that get you? That's about 800 yumbos. Think about all the yumbos you're just pissing up against the wall by spending $50 to go to a pool. Uh, Jesse, this is incredible. I, I'd never heard of this app, and, I'd, and I, I can see your discomfort with that money. Yeah, I didn't want to spend the dough, uh-huh. but apparently, so I deleted the app um, because I'm principal. Uh, and plus, that I mean, Jordan, you say that money could buy a yumbo. I think that money could buy a double yumbo. Hell yeah, <laughs> <laughs> twice the ham that's three times as hot, yeah. <laughs> but the same amount of cheese, the same amount of cheese, yeah. but ten, but more and yeah. hotter ham. Ten hams. <laughs> the ham is lava. <laughs> so I, I still apparently. I just learned I'm on the email list okay. for this app. And I got an update today that said, yay, <laughs> there's a brand new listing in your area. So that apparently a pool near me uh-huh. is now available for rental. Right. So I'm going to share this with uh, you guys so you can see it. And maybe you can help describe what you see to the at-home listener. So I'm sharing it. I'm sharing it here. Wow. Now this it allows up to 15 guests. Uh-huh. And it's $20 or more per hour. So I guess that would depend on circumstance, number of guests, uh, whether it's a weekday or a weekend, that kind of thing. So this is a kind of a bummer uh-huh. of a backyard. Like yeah. a concrete, a dirty concrete backyard area. Right. An un uh, unlandscaped backyard. It has a kind of a camping chair set up <laughs> next to what I get, think I'm going to call a large garbage can filled with water. Yeah, yeah, I think that is a large garbage can filled with water. I have to say, my favorite part of this photograph is not that it's there's one of those folding camping chairs with a towel on it. To be fair, so they're ready for action. <laughs> sure. And yeah, can dry off. what I would probably call a municipal-sized garbage can. Mm. The kind that has a bar on the bottom for the garbage pickup truck to, to latch mm. onto for a dump. Um, my favorite part 
is that down at the bottom right, it has the date written in yellow, like someone took it on their their Canon, uh, like a film camera. <laughs> like, it looks like a still, a still from a '90s home movie. <laughs> yes. This, like, this truly is the opening shot of a snuff film, one hundred percent, or a really fucking sad Wonder Years remake. <laughs> Watch what you do if I sing out a tune. Would you stand up and swim in a can? <laughs> I will say as well, though, Jesse, if you're looking at this and saying that $20 plus an hour seems too expensive for you, for this opportunity to, for you and 14 of your friends to swim in a can, um, <laughs> there is a coupon attached to the email. I think the uh, DAFTA20, I think, is the code. Yep. And you can get actually mm-hmm. 20% off. Uh, this experience. So that's bringing well, it down to what? $16, you know? <laughs> it's only available to the first five people who book. So uh, I'm, I imagine this, yeah, this email went out so two well. hours ago. This place is booked through. Mm-mm-mm. I mean, I might be lucky even to get an hour-long slot, even in the even in the $60 an hour that you have to pay for Saturday afternoons. <laughs> yeah. Amazing pool in Highland Park. This is one of two things. Mm-hmm. This is either, uh, you know, it's a, a joke. This is a goof. Somebody's trying yeah. to go viral. So sure. it's a joke or it's a trap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what I was going to, because you said this, this looks like the opening frame of a snuff film. And one of the things that uh, Michael and I have discovered in the years doing our show is there are uh, an incredible amount of murder traps on the yes, internet. Yes. <laughs> poorly, poorly disguised murder trap. Is it possible? Yeah. Is it possible? So we can see the top of the garbage can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We can yeah. see the water in the garbage can. We can't see down into the garbage can. Oh, right. I no. think if you're like me, you probably presumed that uh, if you if you climbed into that garbage can, the garbage can mm-hmm. is resting on top of the dirty concrete of the sad backyard. Mm. But yeah. go with me on this possibility. Uh-huh. What if mm-hmm. there is no there there is no concrete <gasps> under the trash can oh. and the trash oh. can has no bottom and it just goes straight to hell. So you would just go down <laughs> to hell to live with the devil. Yeah, oh, man, that'd be so scary. <laughs> I would fucking Super freak spooky. out if that happened. What if there was Baba Dukes in there too? There could be Baba Dukes, yeah, well, saws, purges, conjurings. Well, Baba Dukes are native to Australia, and I don't think you get them anywhere else. So that would right. only be a concern if it were listed near us. Is a Baba Duke a marsupial? Does it raise its young <laughs> yeah. in a pouch? Yeah. Well, no. It ha- it, it lays eggs. Can I go another way? Uh-huh. Yeah. How much hot ham is on a Baba Duke? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, George. <laughs> Slices of hot ham. <laughs> um, I but I do I do truly love the fact that the date is down there in the in the bottom right mm-hmm. in that yellow. It's um, really good. In that yellow, yeah. like nineteen ninety two film camera mm. uh, typeface. <laughs> that is good, but it could be a trap. There's there's really no way of knowing. Um, this could be unless you go. I mean. You know who lives in Highland Park? Our friend Ben Harrison from Greatest Generation. Um, I think this could be what's going on right now in Ben Harrison's backyard. Well, oh, so you think you think Ben has set up this trap? <laughs> I, I thought you were going to suggest that Ben should be the person because he's closest. He should be the person to go and investigate if this trap is as dangerous as it looks. But you're suggesting this is his backyard and he's set up this death trap. <laughs> 
how hot would it need to be, guys, for you to pay $16 to sit in this water bin? Ooh, that's a good question. Well, Does it wait, get hot enough? Question, what day is trash pickup? Because that would be a concern for yeah, me. Yeah, you don't want to get thrown in the back of the truck and squished with a trash no. squisher. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we So uh, we bring up this this uh this strange internet weirdness uh michael and ben you your mm. great podcast you this is your this is your bread and butter this is you've yeah, yeah. You, you're dying yeah. that on this stuff all day long <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sift through the ascii art of craigslist.org <laughs> on a day-to-day basis we've been doing this pod for for maybe like uh since we were like at uni so it's been a while it's been yeah it's been like eight or nine years or something for the amount of time that we've been doing it we have distressingly few episodes um but, <laughs> uh, but since uh since covid we've been doing it a lot more regularly uh but w- one thing that we've found like i say is like several kind of themes emerging from uh uh unconventional classifieds as i say one of them is murder trap one mm-hmm. of them uh is this is for spells uh, yeah, mm. someone there's... is trying to like hex the moon or something using yeah. this garbage bin. But but also right. but also stuff where they're not even saying that they're like, I just like some of your hair and a dream journal, like because yeah. that'd be fun or what you know what I mean. Right. Like, wait, hold on, Pat. You mm-hmm. say hex the moon, Michael? Yes, yes. You know, like like, like you go to the witch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And you, and you say you say this moon, uh, this moon's been troubling me recently. Uh-huh. And uh, w- uh-huh. would you hex the moon? Yeah, and the witch you... says, "Oh, that's some powerful magic." And then you say, "I'll give you forty gold pieces or whatever it is." And then yeah. the witch goes on and on, and then they hex the moon. You're, you're familiar and then with the, the moon. moon. Has a lot of trouble in its career, but it can't quite figure out why. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. The moon's family life begins to fall apart, right. Uh, right. and no yeah. one can really know why. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. The third option, though, is often that mm-hmm. um, it's not just hexing the moon or um, a murder trap. Mm. It also could just be that for someone somewhere, they'll be watching you while you bathe and masturbating. That yeah, is that's a, a kind big, of a given. That's a mm. big... You can kind of add... Uh, there was an ad that we did really, really early on where it had like... come around to, I can't remember what the innocuous copy was, but it was sort of like mm. something like, come around to my house and, and clean it, please. Uh, if you're if you're young and attractive, and so alarm bells are going off there, uh, but it was relatively conventional copy. And then the last sentence was, "And yes, I will be wanking." So, <laughs> and I feel There's like there's been some confusion in the past, <laughs> and so I feel like you can kind of for like I would say ninety percent of things on Craigslist and and in Australia Gumtree, you can kind of just mentally add, "Yes, I will be wanking" to the end right. of most ad copy. Yes. Uh, yes. Um, but yeah, so uh, th- th- it is our bread and butter. Uh, we 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 have kind of trolled some of the worst parts of um, and best parts of, of mm. online classifieds, and we have ben, one. Can I can I ask you a question about? Yes. Should we make our show about something? <laughs> uh, I mean, look, far be it from us to tell to tell. I mm-hmm. mean, I feel like you have um, reached the best case scenario. The um mm-hmm. the platonic ideal of a podcast about nothing. Yeah, maybe. Thank you. Yeah, Thank we you. we actually that is, did. That is where we just talk a lot about Newman. Yes, <laughs> uh, sure. We a actually... podcast where yes, where, where Seinfeld does come up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
we we did a, a, a recent uh, an episode very recently with uh, Brandy Jensen, and uh, that was the first one I think we've ever done where we just didn't do a classified. And I have to mm. tell you, you guys are onto something. <laughs> it was very freeing. <laughs> it required yeah. very little prep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. One of the nice things about it is you don't have to worry about feedback. Yeah. Because <laughs> ain't nobody listening. <laughs> <laughs> and I uh, I resent the uh, preparation thing. I uh, I spent two That's weeks true. writing that farting monkey bit. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You went to you think you I went actually to Target. saw that at Target? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I've brought in a classified, if it'd be okay for me to share yeah, with everyone. Is. Thank you, Michael. Uh, yeah. This is taken from uh, Facebook Marketplace. So you know, sort of the, the new age Craigslist. It's from area code 66106. And I've Googled that. I think it's in the Kansas City area. So oh. hello to Kansas City. Um, it's $200. Um, this, is, this is for sale. And uh, you'll see it is, a, it is the letters that were on the front of a Subway restaurant. Uh, you oh. want to see the S-U-B-W-A-Y in that exact font and colors. Okay, and, that sounds uh, like a great value. I mean, people love industrial signage. Mm. Uh, you know, put it up in your man cave. People love Subway. That's a... You yeah, know, it's, it's a, a popular sandwich brand. It's a, um, yeah, it's got that smelly bread. <laughs> uh, well, Jesse, you've actually um, hit the nail on the head there by saying man cave. because The copy actually mentions that straight out the gate. The copy reads as such. Awesome for a man cave or garage. Or just take the letters and make another word. Pretty cool pieces. Everything works to my knowledge. Make an offer or what do you have to trade? Really, how many of your friends have subway letters in their house? Exactly. None of them do. Stand out from the crowd, piss off your wife and own a really cool display. Uh Uh-huh. And yes, I will be wanking. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing that comes to my mind is, if, if this was in my man cave, mm-hmm. you know what it would spell out? Hmm. Busway. Oh, that's <laughs> real Hell good. yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I, but guys, I danced to the beat of my own drummer. Sure. The bus drummer. <laughs> I uh, I wish I was, but I'm not great at word games. I wish I could I could figure out something else you could spell with the letters from Subway. Um, we had Subway also Busway. We could. I think the only other one you could really do is USB way. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, like the hole in the side of the computer. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's the only other one do, I could come up with. If you if you got something that was like a comma, you could uh-huh. do ah busy. That's something you could do if you yeah. wanted. Ah busy. Uh, which you could put in your man cave as yeah. like a as like a hey like you want to when when the old ball and chain is like hey can you do the dishes you can point to the sign. What Ooh. I really like about this ad and it happens so often in ads is that like you'll get like four sentences in and it's like a weird thing but it's reasonably innocuous and then they're just an asshole for no reason. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that a a that the subway restaurant or even subway signage was. So divisive in so many marriages. <laughs> I would have yeah, assumed right. that everyone loves, as you said, Jesse, the smelly bread of Subway. <laughs> the slightly yeah. bleachy smell of Subway bread. <laughs> Michael, I don't know if you're a married man, but I saw a wedding ring on, on your finger. Uh, yes. I am not. Yeah, so there's these kind of like eternal... 
There was a comic strip in the United States called The Lockhorns, uh-huh. and it really told the story of the kind of eternal conflicts between men and women sure. in the, your classic heterosexual marriage relationship. Uh-huh. Stuff like who's going to do the dishes. Sure. Uh, stuff like the, the husband won't stop reading the newspaper when the wife's trying to talk about something important. Sure. Uh, mm-hmm. Stuff like sandwich words in the house. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Um, when a man is constantly bringing Jordan, you're a single, so you don't know about this. I, this is oh, this, yeah. oh, I, what are you even talking about? This is like I'm you're speaking married. another language. So you know, I have a lot of experience with a big, big conflict in my marriage. Is my wife will say to me, Jesse, mm-hmm. uh, when you leave the house today, don't come back with any sandwich letters, and yeah. I'll say, yeah. <laughs> oh, can it? Shrew. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Jesse, you know, I brought home, and you'll get this, I brought home some really great, they were about four feet high each, neon, yep. just BLT. Oh, and yes. Three of the best sandwich letters of all time. <laughs> well, you know, and, I was, and when I the wife's it. yelling at me, BLT stands for baby, leave me to loan. <laughs> <laughs> And yes, I am wanking. <laughs> what do you think is the is the restaurant chain that would be most divisive in all marriages? Because I don't think it would be Subway. Um, it might be Arby's, for example. That's a giant cowboy hat. I imagine that some people, there would be some sort of marital divide over the cowboy hat. No, jo- a fucking Arby's cowboy hat would look cool as shit in the house. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Um, I think everybody agrees on that. <laughs> That's why when they, if I don't know if you guys have these like HGTV house flipping shows, but they always they start by opening up the living room to the kitchen, you know, the open plan thing. They put uh-huh. in hardwood floors and they bring in an Arby's hat. <laughs> everyone's dream to have an Arby's yeah. hat in the living room. <laughs> I think yeah. That's what Chip and Joanna do. Sure. Uh-huh. I, uh, I think that uh, buying this for kind of as, as a conversation piece uh, is fraught. And I think it's fraught for a couple of reasons. But mm. I think if, if it's whole like, I'll put it in my man cave. And then when people come down to my man cave and see, you know, my signed baseball bat and my pinball machine that doesn't work and mm. um, my subway sign and I'm, I'm put it in there so people will talk to me. I think you probably get like a minute of conversation about subway before they bring up the guy who was a pedophile. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. I, think, <laughs> I think a big concern is going to be pederasty, the association yeah. with yeah. pederasty. Yeah, I don't think... I I don't think you can talk about Subway. I, mean, I think a minute is generous. Uh, and you know what? If you ask me, that's what's wrong with cancel culture. <laughs> it's affecting how we decorate our man cave. You can't yeah. even put up sandwich letters anymore without yeah. some lib. <laughs> I mean, couldn't even you know, commit to the rest wanna, of that sentence. <laughs> here's, and again, I Jesse, you know, as you mentioned, I'm not married, so I don't, I don't know a ton about this stuff. But I have right. read several marriage books. Right, mm. like the novelization of uh, a marriage story. Right, uh-huh. <laughs> sure. <laughs> the novelization of Kramer versus Kramer. The novelization. <laughs> a lot of novelizations of marriage movies. Right. Yeah, you've played the uh, you played the board game of the Squid and the Whale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Did you play Squid or Whale, Jordan? <laughs> oh, you got you got you got to play Whale because you get those charisma points. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. When I played it, I um I played as Newman, which was weird. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> you unusual. get the expansion pack. You yeah, can kind of branch out, Kevin Bacon 
Jordan style. It's uh-huh. weird that they give Newman the Baleen bonus. Go ahead, Jordan. That's what, yeah. So I mean, again, I I don't know a lot about marriage, but I have read several marriage books, and you know, and I think this this poster is right. If you really want to piss off the wife, you know, put up the subway letters. Mm. But if you mm. want to make sure the wife is, um, you know, ready for some loving. That's when you throw up the Quiznos sign. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hot and toasty, baby. Goosh. Goosh in those pants. I don't know. I mean, we're, we're joking about uh, uh, how uh, how much this would upset a partner, but I'm just thinking Oh, I'm not now, joking. <laughs> if I came home with, like, uh, a big yumbo sign, the beloved Yumbo, right. and tried to put that anywhere in our house, I do think Anya would, and rightly, uh, hit the roof. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, what if it was structural? Oh, sorry, mm. yeah. It's a load-bearing Yumbo. <laughs> a right. load-bearing yeah. Yumbo. If you take down the Yumbo, the whole house collapses. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a quick break. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. Hi, my name is Graham Clark, and I'm one half of the podcast Stop Podcasting Yourself, a show that we've recorded for many, many years. And uh, at the moment, instead of being in person, we're recording remotely, and uh, you wouldn't even notice. You don't even notice the lag. That's right, Graham. And uh, the great thing about this... Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Okay. Okay, go ahead. And you can listen to us uh, every week on MaximumFun.org. Or wherever you get your podcasts. Your podcasts. Hi, I'm Allie Gertz. And I'm Julia Prescott. And we're the hosts of Round Springfield. Round Springfield is a Simpsons-adjacent podcast where we talk to Simpsons folks about non-Simpsons things. That's right. So in the past, we've gotten to talk to legendary showrunners and writers like Al Jean, Bill Oakley, Josh Weinstein, Dana Gould, Mike Reese, and David X. Cohen. Voice actors like Maurice LaMarche, Maggie Roswell, and Yardley Smith, the voice of Lisa Simpson. So we've been away (laughs) securing guests for our final five episodes and we are super excited about them we're gonna talk to mike scully jeff and samantha martin jeff westbrook guys our final episode we got to interview matt graining we are so excited to share these final recordings so check out our new episodes of round springfield starting june 21st on maximum fun or wherever you get your podcasts It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Michael Hing, Australia's radio sweetheart. And the radio sweetheart of Finland, Ben Jenkins. (laughs) (laughs) I met some Norwegian radios guys one time. Did they mention me? They did not. That's interesting. They actually they did. They said that you are that uh-huh. in Finland they consider Norwegians to be their rivals. Uh-huh. Oh, sure. their yeah. hated yeah, rivals. A lot of animus there. But in yeah. Norway, they uh-huh. they don't even think about the Finns. Ah, uh. all their animus is focused on the moon. <laughs> just, <laughs> they just they hate they the fucking just want moon. the moon to get passed over for promotion. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Ah, this moon! I hate this sure. moon. Goddamn moon! 
If the moon's wife's pissed, it's bringing home more sandwich letters. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jordan. Well played. Yeah, no problem. Eh, something about Newman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, why do people listen to this? Wrapping it up. I'm eating jerky. Nineteenth century baseball players, etc., etc. Yeah, there you go. These okay, are all yeah. the hits. Sure, sure. Yeah, you know, people aren't here to hear the new shit. <laughs> you go to see Steely Dan, you want to hear Peg. <laughs> <laughs> when you do live shows, instead of people sort of yelling, you know, um, like play the hits, are they are they like talk more about Bay Area baseball players from the 1980s and 90s? So they sort of yelling. Yeah, they just yell Ken Oberkfell. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> If we start to talk about any newer baseball players, people just get up and go to the bathroom. Yeah, the that bar. must be hard. Yeah. Come they on. run back in when the 80s guys start. We have new shit. <laughs> what about the Chadwick Tromp stuff? Yeah. <laughs> nobody, nobody buys the new album. Talk more about <laughs> donks or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Michael. It's good to know someone cares. Yes, this is the hell we've trapped ourselves in. <laughs> this is the water-filled garbage bin in which we live. <laughs> and, uh, Sixteen dollars an hour. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Just in um, an unlandscaped backyard, waiting for somebody to come in. Michael and Ben, where can people uh, find the two of you uh, using internet? Uh, well, we're on our podcast, Freddie Good Home, which you can get uh, where you find podcasts. I have a Twitter, uh, which is Ben C. Jenkins. And I also have a newsletter, which is The Idiot Report. Um, it's uh, uh, essays and short fiction. I just put up one today, actually about the cherry orchard, where I don't even mention the gun thing at all, which I think <laughs> is very big of me. Um, but yeah, you can get that at The Idiot Report. And if you're in Australia, you can listen to my radio show on Triple J uh, weekdays from 3 p.m. Um, although you know th- this is where this is where my radio station's marketing budget goes to now is me appearing on podcasts in <laughs> other countries <laughs> just to just to try and get a few more listeners. No, uh, but yeah, you can find me at Hangers on Instagram, on Twitter, it's, and stuff. And again, our podcast is called Free to a Good Home, and we'd love for you to come check it out. Yeah, and we also do just quickly as uh, one more thing, another podcast, me and Hing and some other people um, called Dragon Friends, which is a Dungeons and Dragons live uh, comedy show that we do in front of an audience at the Comedy Store. You can find that out by googling Dragon Friends. Yeah, people don't like Dungeons and Dragons podcasts or true crime. I would stay away from those. <laughs> the wrong, yeah. you're, it's the wrong place to plug that. So we'll just probably cut that because I can't imagine anybody listening would want to hear such a thing. So we'll probably people just are, cut that out for time. People are mostly looking for ham talk. Yeah, yeah. understanding. Um, well, if anyone, if any of your American listeners would like a Yumbo, feel free to contact me, and I'll buy one and then bio seal it and mail it to I don't know the first five people to get in touch. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I'll say I uh, I was a guest on Free to a Good Home a couple weeks ago, and I had so much fun. It's such a fun show. You guys are, are very hilarious, and uh, yeah, it's a blast. I think people should check it out. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great show. Oh, you're Thank very you, man. Thank it's you. very kind. Well, Michael, Ben, it has been a delight to have you on the program. Oh, thank you so much for thank having us. Thank you so us. much we're for having us. We're huge fans of the show, and we're, um, yeah, we're thrilled to be here. Absolutely. Cheers, guys. Michael Hing, Ben Jenkins, their uh, podcast is Free to a Good Home. Um, our show is called Jordan Jesse Go. Our theme music, Love You, by the Free Design, courtesy of the Free Design and Light in the Attic Records. Should I always, always Jordan, maybe identify this show in the credits? Just in case people just think they've fallen into a garbage can <laughs> in a dirty backyard. Yeah, just say, you know, say, that, hey, it's good, always good to slip in a plug. Uh, let's see. We're on Twitter at Jesse Thorne and at Jordan underscore Morris. We're on Instagram 
at Jordan David Morris on Instagram at put.this.on. You can find us on Reddit at maximumfun.reddit.com. Uh, you can find us uh, on Facebook at facebook.com slash Jordan Jesse Go, where we are streaming live this podcast recording. Thanks to streaming producer Val Moffat, uh, our producer on the program, Brian Sunny D. Fernandez. That's it. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.